Race and policing in America. It's a complicated topic to discuss. And that's exactly what we've been doing throughout this semester, thanks to the great work of four of our professors. Race and policing in America. It's a subject of this edition of our podcast. Well, welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Marabito. We record our conversation in the studios of our Broadcast Media Communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Our guest today is Professor Karen Harrison. She's a communications professor here at OCC. Karen, welcome. Thank you. Let's talk about this topic. A serious, meaningful conversation about race and policing in our country has been needed for some time, obviously. The death of George Floyd in May of last year led to a conversation we are having on campus throughout this semester. It's titled Race and Policing in America. Now, so far, we've held three interactive pop-up sessions, and at the end of this month, we will have a symposium with a very impressive list of participants. So we'll talk about all of those in a bit. But Karen, you and the three fellow professors have done amazing work in this project. Uh, your colleagues working on it with you are Tara Ross, Pete Patno, and Jessica Wysorek. So for starters, can you tell us how this committee, how the four of you came together and got this project off the ground? Yes, I'm happy to. Well, it started in the fall of uh, 2020 when um, we got an invitation, each of us, uh, given by President Crable and Provost Anastasia Hertz, to put together a symposium related to race and policing in America. Why? Because of all the protests. It really grew out of conversations around the killing of George Floyd, of course. But not only George Floyd, I mean, so many others that have been in the news lately, everybody is talking about this. And so I thought it was um, incredible on their part to really bring this home to OCC and have us as an OCC community be a part of the dialogue that is happening across the country and, of course, around the world. So we have a web page on our website dedicated to this effort. It's sunyocc.edu slash race and police. Again, sunyocc.edu slash race and police. And the YouTube videos of each of the three pop-up sessions we've held so far can be seen there, and they're really good and really worth watching. I want to briefly take us through the topic for each one, and if you could fill us in on what those conversations were like, that would be great. Yeah. So the first conversation we had in February, the title was, I'm the problem, you're the problem, what's the problem? And it was a discussion about the history and identification of policing in America. Roger, if I could just take a moment to back up just a little bit before we respond to that question, and really give a little bit of insight into our our thinking around those topics. Okay. Because as I said, initially we were tasked with the symposium. But as my committee and I began to talk about the breadth of this topic, we thought it would be important to also include at least three informal pop-up discussions that we've had. Today, in fact, was our third and last pop-up discussion, and they have been incredibly informative, and it really has been um, important that we get the OCC community talking about this topic before the symposium. And so we've had all three of them, and my the committee and I have worked 
together on making it as interactive and engaging as we possibly can. We've put in a tremendous amount of work, and I am really happy to say working with this committee of my colleagues has been a complete joy. They are incredible people. Of the four of us, I really knew The only one I really knew prior to this was Professor Ross, but I've gotten to know Pete Petnode well and Professor Jessica Wysorek well, and we really have worked as a team. And I really want to give them a lot of kudos because they are fantastic to work with. And it really takes teamwork to put on something like this. Yeah, it's been great to watch. It's been great. So let's let's begin by talking about that first one. Uh, Again, the title was I'm the Problem, You're the problem. What's the problem? And it was a discussion about the history and identification of policing in America. Well, when we started to plan these informal pop-ups, we thought it important to give um, some perspective. A lot of our students are young. They may not know everything about, you know, policing in America or all the issues related to this. So we started that first pop-up with a bit of an historical perspective. We went all the way back to when policing started in America as a profession. And even before that, during slavery, the whole nine yards. So it was really important that we give the community a historical perspective. Fortunately for us, we had an historian on the committee who really took the lead, Professor Ross, in helping us formulate the kinds of questions, the kind of information. And um, I will say that first pop-up generated a huge amount of conversation and questions that followed among young people. And that was the most um, incredible thing to us. In that first pop-up, we had over 85 attendees on Zoom. It generated, as I said, a lot of questions. And I think people came away with a better perspective of policing as a profession, how it's grown and how it's changed. So the the second pop-up session discussion we held, title was, It's Been a Long Time Coming, and it was a discussion about current research related to the problems facing policing. That one was interesting because it required the committee to really delve into the huge amount of research that there exists with regards to policing in general, and of course, with with regards to policing and communities of color. And so um, we wanted to give the audience a perspective on what has been written, what has been studied so far, and to look at the um, reoccurring themes. So reoccurring themes such as policing and trust, policing and legitimacy, policing and accountability, and policing and transparency. So out of that mountain of research, we came to understand that policing involves a whole lot of things, the perspective of the communities and perspectives of police toward the communities that they serve. But over and over, there were these reoccurring themes that just kept popping up, and we had to be able to address those in the third pop-up. But we learned a lot from the huge amount of research that required, that was required. And, and it really, um, challenged us because I come from a communication background personally. I didn't know a lot about 
uh, policing Mm -hmm. in America. And so I think we walked away with a different perspective. And that was the whole idea, not only us as committee members and pushing this thing forward, but also we were hoping that the OCC community, our students, and the Syracuse community would be able to have a paradigm shift in terms of their perspective and their assumptions about policing. And that's what I hope we accomplish. So we're recording this podcast on Wednesday, April 14. And within the last hour, you and your team just completed the third of the three pop-ups. The topic of the one you just did, a a collective visit for change. It was a discussion about proposed solutions to issues facing police reform. How did you feel about that one? We Well, we just finished, as you said. Mm -hmm. We were blessed to have probably um, 58 or 50, 59 uh, people in attendance, a lot of students, a lot of community members as well. And this one really centered on the reforms that are being put into place as we speak. We created this one to be more of a dialogue with the community, uh, both Syracuse community and the, the OCC community. Did it generate a lot of dialogue? Absolutely. The questions kept coming because people are interested in this topic across the board. Young people, older people, professionals, and lay people. We're all impacted by what we're seeing in the media. We're all impacted um, by what's on social media, especially young people. And I just would like to share with you one thing that really surprised me that came out of today's pop-up discussion, because it was an informal discussion. We invited all voices to be heard. And over and over and over again, we heard from students that they were afraid of the police. And it wasn't, it wasn't just blacks. It was all the students. A lot of students sort of talked about the fear they have of police now. And I think going forward, especially with the um, symposium, a lot of those fears will be addressed. A lot of the questions that young people themselves have, we hope will be addressed as well. That's why this is so important. And we just spoke about where do we take it past the symposium? That's what the next part of of this whole thing is all about. Where do we go from here? Because there is tremendous interest, people are concerned, and people have a certain um, feeling about police, whether families are part of, police are part of their families, um, how police were viewed in their communities. We had a young lady on, she um, she came from a rural area and she had a very different perspective sure. about police. Yep. And that is the kind of conversation we were hoping to generate today. It has to be very rewarding for you and your team to open this up today and to get this sort of student reaction and student involvement. The conversations are great. People are are willing to speak their minds about their positions and everyone's handling in a good manner. There's no shouting, yelling or anything like that. Mm-hmm. People are listening, trying to understand others' pers- perspectives and talk about it. And it's just, it's very rewarding to watch. I'm glad you said that because uh, this is the kind of topic that can generate a lot of anxiety. And it's been incredible 
just the just the fact that the conversation has been so tactful and so thoughtful and people just voicing their concerns, their opinions, and asking a lot of questions. Our OCC students are incredible. And I have to give a lot of kudos to President Crable and Provost uh, Hertz for allowing us to put on something like this because I think they tapped into the concern that not only the OCC community, but also the Syracuse community as a whole are concerned about this. And it's rewarding to see OCC at the forefront of these kinds of conversations. One more question for you before we talk about the symposium. I'm wondering for the four of you who have worked on this endlessly throughout the semester and done all this research and put the presentations together. I'm wondering how it's impacted you if you find that you've learned things along the way, if you have found that maybe it's changed your opinions in some fashion. I'm just I'm wondering how it's impacted you doing all this work on it. That's a fantastic question because it has really been a real paradigm shift for me. I came into this whole event with certain assumptions about the police and about policing from the perspective of a black woman and from the perspective of, um, living in a, in a city like Syracuse and from the perspective of what I've been seeing on social media and in the media. So, um, doing the kind of research that we have done, speaking to a vast array of people. We've had police officers themselves that have participated in these dialogues and just working with my colleagues. Uh, Pete Patnode has a 20-year police history. He's taught us a lot. Uh, Professor Weizorik, she teaches in criminal justice. And also in speaking with uh, Professor Ross, who has an historical perspective, it really... Cu- for the four of us coming together has been a blessing because we have been able to bounce off of each other a lot of questions. We've been able to be extremely honest with one another. And I like to say that we have become friends as a result of this. I can't say enough about working with them. It has been teamwork. And the, the payoff is seeing so many people um, coming away from our pop-ups with a change in attitude with even though they have more questions, but just seeing the interest across the board and across the campus has been extremely rewarding. That's great. So everything that's been done so far culminates Friday, April 30th with our symposium on race and police in America. The title of it is Change is Going to Come. So I want to mention the uh, prominent figures taking part in it. I'll give you a chance to tell us a little bit about each of them. Let's start with Keyshawn Hickman. He's a lieutenant with the New York City Police Department. Yes, we are very fortunate to have Dr. Hickman as our keynote speaker because of his his vast background, but because he has written extensively on policing in America and policing, especially with communities of color. He's a very dynamic speaker. We've been in a couple of meetings with him. I think the audience who attends this symposium is going to be very impressed with not only his vast knowledge, but the way he's so approachable. He wants to set time aside um, after his keynote address to engage with the audience in questions question and answer. And I think that's incredible. He's a very dynamic speaker. Awesome. Next is our Syracuse police chief, Kenton Buckner. Yes. Having chief Buckner on, on, on a, as a panel member is going to be very interesting because he has been 
part of the police force before he even came to Syracuse um, as chief um, in Arkansas and other places. So he has a vast knowledge of policing, and he he has a feel for our Syracuse community. I've been in his company. I've um, listened to him speak, and he's a very measured voice and a very calming voice. He'll be great as a part of this panel. So joining him on the panel is Yusef Abdul-Qadir. He's a director of Central New York's New York Civil Liberties Union chapter. Yusef Abdul-Qadir is a very dynamic person, and he has been an activist in policing and human rights for decades. And he's a young man on the move. Um, I think the audience is going to be... um, Very impressed with him on this panel. He comes in very fiery, very respectful, and he knows his stuff. Um, And he's going to share a lot with us about what is going on in the reform movement. And joining him will be Pamela Hunter. She is an assemblywoman representing New York State's 128th District. Yeah, we're happy to have her as part of this because she's a local politician and, frankly, Laws are being made. Laws are being changed. Mm -hmm. And she's at the forefront of all of this. So we are really happy to have her as part of the panel. Uh, Next is Raynette Relaford. She is the administrator with the Syracuse Citizens Review Board. I had been on another uh, event with uh, Miss Relford, and at the end of that event, we were barely putting together our symposium, and I went immediately to her and said, could you be a part of whatever we are planning to do with this symposium? And Roger, I can tell you, without missing a beat, she said, whatever you need me to be a part of, I am there. So she comes with the voice of of experience as a member of the um, Citizens Review Board. And that's another perspective we were hoping to get on this panel. And I was glad that she said yes. And last but certainly not least, Dave Wall. He is a criminal justice professor here at OCC. He's also a retired chief deputy from the Onondaga County Sheriff's Department. I am really happy that he has agreed to be a part of this panel, not only because he's a colleague of mine for the last decade or more, but he comes with a wealth of experience and perspective that I think will will round out the panel and make it even more interesting. And um, all of the panel members, I, I think we have pulled together a good group of people. They're going to be there lending their expertise, answering questions, and engaging with our audience. And I am truly excited hmm. about this symposium and what it will do for our community, both the OCC community and the Syracuse community, to have these kind of voices engaging with our community members. Professor Harrison, one other thing to discuss in relation to all of this. On our special webpage uh, related to this, suniocc.edu slash race and police, there is a survey that we are asking people who participate to fill out. What are you trying to find out from this survey? What we are hoping to do is get a pulse of the Syracuse community, their assumptions, their perspective, and how they feel about policing. We will take this information, synthesize it, leading up to the symposium, and that will be part of what we'll be talking about. Because all along, we hope to engage the community, both the Syracuse community and the OCC community. And this survey helps us to respond to 
their concerns, their anxieties, their questions. And so we are compiling all of this information together in the survey. It will be um, talked about at the symposium, but beyond the symposium, as this conversation continues, all the um, input from the survey will be assessed, and that will help us determine where we go from here. In regards to the April 30th symposium, we should tell folks the web address for that, it's tinyurl.com slash OCC Race and Police. Again, tinyurl.com slash OCC Race and Police, and that information is also available in the story that accompanies this podcast. Professor Karen Harrison, thanks so much to you and your colleagues for all your work, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it, and I appreciate spending the time with you talking about this very important uh, topic. Again, thank you. And we'd also like to say thank you to our Broadcast Media Communications degree program for use of their beautiful studios here on campus. And thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Mirabito, reminding you you can download and subscribe to Chatting About College at iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you download podcasts from.